It's 11.02, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from the heart of Gunge Bay. I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now, let's all take the opportunity to thank the teachers, especially those affiliated with the podcast. Last but not least, we especially want to thank Martin. We salute you. We salute you, Martin. Whoever you you are. Whoever you are. No, oh. that's me. It's me. It's me. Oh. Okay. Yeah. It just is nice to get recognized. Yes. Yes. Now, now I know how like Susan Lucci feels. Yeah, totally. Other people that are constantly overlooked. I'm very thankful for Martin, and I salute him. You know how a lot of people are like Jason Sudeikis gets overlooked. I'm like that, yes. but a lot way worse. Okay, cool. Just I was frazzled before the podcast, but now uh-huh. I realize that it's all worthwhile. Yeah. Because I'm getting accolades. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Thanks. Um are you in are you eating a lot of pimento cheese in South Carolina? No, I'm not allowed to. No? I have a I don't have the right ID. Oh, yeah, Man, it's, what a I bummer. have restrictions on my driver's license. I can't eat that stuff. That sounds, you know, that sounds like a good segue into uh, this week's Tim talk. Um, oh, great! I think I think if you can go ahead and get uh, yep, get that on. set up so Tim can just uh, contribute. Got to make sure the can. Yep, it's good. Okay, you good? Here we go. Tim, you there? Yes, I'm here, Matt. And Martin, hello. Hey, Tim. Hey. I'm talking to you guys this week about paradigms, okay? And it's a word I like to use a lot. I believe in, you know, like, you use language as a way to, like, share respect towards people. And, like, I think I want people to know that, like, I respect their, like, intellect. And, like, even that's, like, kind of a paradigm that I believe in, like, you know? And Martin and Matt, uh, my premise this week is about paradigms. And paradigms can happen in both science and philosophy. So, like, that's kind of, like, who I am. Like, that's my jam, you know, because, like, yeah, I mean, science, like, of course. Like, I'm, I'm like, a nerd. Like, I'm cool and a nerd. So I believe in science. But, like, also, like f science sometimes like i don't don't tell me what i can't do because like i believe in the power of humanity and even in some paradigms of humanity you have to believe that like there's some magic in the world and science you know i mean yeah like okay nerds like we you know like thank you for inventing everything that we use but like we're us like people with hearts and minds also are what keeping the world turning. Paradigm comes from the Greek, Mar- Marty and Matt, for pattern. Okay. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but I did you. not. Yeah. Is there like any significance? Like what's the Greeks, you know, I guess like they invented everything civilized. Um, yeah. I, Matt, no one wants to hear you're just talking. All right. So let's talk about a paradigm 
the big idea is this is what a paradigm is. It starts with a pattern, it moves to an example, and then a sample, okay? So it's kind of like, like a recipe, like you're making like a fat-free like salad, you know, like keto. So like the pattern is like your recipe, you know, like, oh, like, you know, two cups of like extra virgin olive oil from Italy, but that's reduced fat. And then like reduced fat avocados and like low um, carb, you know, uh, you know, kale and stuff like that. That's the kind of food I enjoy. And then the example, you know, it's like in your mind, you know that like the salad is going to be so healthy, but then you have to sample it. You have, you have to put the rubber where the road is, you know, that's an, that's a, the, my friend who's a stockbroker likes to say that, Hey, Tim, put the rubber where the road is, man. That guy in San, Santa Clara, you know, he, He's not going to just wait for the money to walk through the door. You've got to go out there and make it. And so I just want to say, like, I believe that we all are in a paradigm of, like, a new age. And I just want to say, like, you know, Lord Kelvin, who I know you know, I know you know who he is. Um, and I do because I'm, you know, I'm just really well read. He said famously, there is nothing new to be discovered in physics now. All that remains is more and more precise measurement, right? And then five years later, Einstein published his paper on special relativity, okay? That changed the paradigm, you know? In artificial intelligence, the transition from classical AI to data-driven AI, paradigm change, okay? Software engineering, the transition from rational paradigm to the empirical paradigm. You know what I mean. I know you do. I know so what you mean. That's where I'm going to leave it, guys, with Einstein. When you think of Einstein, think of old, your old pal, Tim. Because I would have lived a lot longer than Einstein because he, you know, he, his diet was really bad. So onward into the paradigm of the future. Thanks a lot, Tim. That was great. That was Thanks. so awesome. Wow. Wow, Martin. I was going back the other day through one of my Apple photo albums, and one of them is just different close-up pictures of Einstein's face. Uh-huh. And I, I was looking into his eyes. Yes. And then I realized they weren't his eyes, Matt. No? They were the eyes of an artist. Wow. Like Tim was saying, like science and philosophy. I guess, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Well, I have a question for you. Sure. It's really two, it's sort of a example and then a sample, like Tim was saying. Yes. Um, I want to start with the example. So we're a little behind on this one. We're a couple weeks, three weeks late maybe. But I understand you had the opportunity to go up to Duluth. Yes. Which is a city I think in your mind you really want to like. And I've heard Correct. maybe there are some ups, but there are also some downs there. L Tell us bit. how it happened, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I want I want to like the idea of Duluth being just like this really cool place that is kind of like, you know, 
the north, like the capital of the North Woods of you know the Upper Midwest. Let's say you know it's on it's on the Gitch on the Big Lake, uh-huh. uh, and you know uh, all kinds of important stuff gets shipped in and out of there. It's the furthest west port in the United States that's not on the Pacific Ocean, and it can come all the way from the Atlantic to get there. Um, and you know. I don't know. There was a cool restaurant scene when I was there the last time. A cool brewery scene, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and just like, whatever. Like, I think that's cool. I was enjoying hanging out there. I know, I actually know someone in Virginia whose brother moved there from Hawaii because oh, wow. he, can, he can still surf there. He can surf in Duluth. Although, well, it's, it's the end of the Atlantic spider web. Yes. That's what the sailors say. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, They they would say, like, we're going to go lick the tip of the web, and that means they're going to go to Duluth. Right. And maybe go to one of these places that you are thinking about. It's also the gateway to the boundary waters is kind of a a thing they say. So, you know. Sure. That's the fur trappers. Yeah, that's your last place to get, like, you know, really heavy-duty, like, canoeing packs and, you know, stuff like that. Beaver hats? Yeah. That's, you know, with Dr. Franklin, that made him the belle of France. Mm Mm-hmm. True. So so you had these high expectations. You knew the history. You were at the tip of the tip, so to speak. What happened? Yeah. Uh, Well, I, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what you mean. We... I went there with one of uh, a friend of the show Mm -hmm. and, you know, we just, we wanted to hang out and relax a little bit. It was kind of like a little mini evening day off for us. um, And we wanted to just hang and, but it was also 4th of July weekend. So should be a, should be a big time up there. Yeah. Well, so when we went there and we were hanging out, you know, we, we were hanging out, then we wanted to go get something to eat. And we wanted to sort of start heading closer to our hotel. I slept on the floor. Um, and so we started going to these restaurants that were, I was like. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Did you, you I use the cough button to I make have a, a speckle in throat. I have a speckle in my throat. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You're, so you're, you're going out to dinner and you're driving around. Yeah. We're Are trying to. fighting? No, but I think we were sort of getting like ti- we were getting tired of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like we went to like three or four different places where every time we walked in, they were like, "Oh, like we didn't expect anyone to walk in. We're about to close." Like everywhere we went, said that to us, and they're like, "You should try this place." And then we go to the next place, and they'd say that. Hmm. There was no room for you at the inn. No, no, I mean at the restaurant. So you know what I mean. You know okay. what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Um, some of our friends might not. Seth might not. It's not his background. Okay. True. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying. It's, you know. Yeah. So are you like trying to get, to get at something? Christian? No. I, okay. So they're not serving you dinner. No. Okay. And we're starving at this point. Right. Yes. Yeah. So that's the end of the night. Well, we we ended up going to this like 
honky tonk like out in the middle of the woods and you know we got in there and of course they had stopped serving food and they still served pizzas which they're supposed to be kind of famous for and they were like oh we have par baked pizzas so that we just throw them in the oven for 20 minutes you know Mm -hmm. it's like they're not frozen pizzas but they're you know not completely baked versions of their regular pizza so we ordered one yeah. of those. Yeah. And it's Italian style. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very Italian area that we were in. Right. They yeah, were fur ethnic. traders when they came over from Sicily. Right. So, yeah. And then, you know, that's about it. We ate some pizza. No, I, I, we, hold on. Hold on. I understand okay. that you encountered someone that, from what I understand, your partner, John, called minnesota taylor okay yeah what was his story uh just like kind of like a really annoying like person working behind the bar um you know that would just like have these quips and like throw ice at you and stuff like and just and then say really racist stuff like that was okay okay so Matt, no i I have to apologize. This has all been a ruse. Uh-oh. We're not that into... Your Duluth story is probably about four minutes longer than it should have been. I just wanted to get you in the right mental state. I was thinking about this the other day, and I wanted to know what you would do. So, you know, we have our big golf match coming up. Oh, right? yeah. I can't wait for that. I know. So... The agreement is, if you win, you get to decide if I ever get to play golf again or not. Okay. Now, what if you're playing, and you're like, oh my god, I'm winning. And then you're like, wait. Is Martin purposely losing so that I can say you never can play golf again because Martin secretly wants to quit playing golf ever again? Okay. All right. Would you accept that if I threw the match, or would you be like, I'm going to try to throw the match so Martin will win no matter what? Um, so I guess what you're saying is would I like take you off the hook from having to choose to stop playing golf so much? Yes. Why? Yeah, why would I do that? You would just be taking advantage of me. I right. don't think I'm I'm not cool with, you know, that. Okay, but you wouldn't be like maybe Martin just doesn't want he wants to save face. If he loses in a spectacular fashion, then I can be like, Martin, it's too much for you. You just be like, No. I know what he's doing. I'm gonna teach him a lesson. He's not gonna get away with this. So but if if I win, that just so no, sorry, if I lose, what that means, I mean, that doesn't mean you have to play golf for the rest of your life. You're just you're just refusing to take responsibility for your choices. So like Correct. Yeah, so if I throw the match, what does that it doesn't do anything. You can I mean, to be honest, this is a pretty typical situation where you've engineered so that you always get what you want regardless. I mean, how is that any how is this any different than that? 
than the other times we've stayed the stage the golf match. I was just presenting a hypothetical, you know, situation to see what your reaction was, Matt. You got super okay. defensive on this. I did. Do you have ulterior motives? I mean, we're going to be playing in the next week or two and reporting back to the show about this. Yeah, but no one thinks I'm going to win. And even if well, I did win, what what do you think I'm really going to do? Tell you, to, I mean, you're not going to. Even if I told you to never play golf again, you you would just still do it. Why would you? Probably, but that's the element of the game. Then that's the element of competition. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah, to, to bet um, on something this, that actually isn't going to happen. This was your idea, and now you're trying to twist this into some sort of like Tim Burton movie. It's no, not that complicated. Your idea was I to, came up make, with a to do an entire scenario. episode on this. We did the last like four minutes. Your thing on Minnesota was not good. I thought you'd have more stuff. Okay. Okay. Thanks for we the feedback. Like I'll take that good, feedback. Okay. We had like two or three good episodes in a row. And, you know, Tim is basically carrying the show. And then you're, I sort of gave you, like, you're the cat. Here's a ball, cat. Here's a ball. And then you're just like, let it hit the floor. Mm. Man. And I'm that, allergic to cats. When you say it like that, that, boy, that really sounds rough. Man. I, Look, I'm just trying to explain it in a way that you can understand. I don't need to be mean. No, it's okay. I'm I'm not it's saying okay. you can't you know be might, mean. You know what might cheer you up? What? Want to play 33? Um. Do I, am I to tell you the truth? Well, I mean, for the show, no. You now you don't want to. No, play. I do want to play. It. Okay, good, good. I'm saying okay. if you're like, I just upset, asked if you wanted me to tell you the, the truth. I, I just said you want to play the game. Pull your energy into the game. Okay. You know, just try to do it harder. What's okay. I'm th- I'm thinking of a number. Okay. What is it? Oh, uh, twenty-two. It's thirty-three. But I was thinking of eleven, so you're close. I I knew you were thinking eleven. I was gonna say yeah. when you said thirty-three, I was gonna say no. You were thinking 11. I knew right. that. I know. Well, you were closer. So, okay. you you know, do you want to give or receive? I'll give. I'll give. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay. The name of the game is 33. 33. The club championship. Oh. The big club championship was this weekend. I missed it. Uh, my brother-in-law won. The scores were all bad, I heard. I definitely could have been in the mix, but I would not have won. Um, but I think, which we just spent a long time talking about instead, he got real mad. We have maybe a more important golf championship, and people have already been talking. They're not sure if it's on the up and up. But that's the match between Steppy and I. Okay. The Cottagers Tournament. That's a golf tournament next weekend. Um, that one is more fun and not as competitive. And it's more wild in the in a safe sense of the word. It would be more interesting if it was wild in a wild sense of the word. I don't know if it would be better, probably worse. But just saying. I've never won either, by the way. 
Okay. I did not think that you had. Okay. Other people might have been wondering, like, where's your hardware? Don't worry about it. The Don't North worry about Woods, where your hardware is. Huh? The Northwoods FYF-CF. Well, I know what F your F your F stands for. Okay. I don't know what uh, CF stands for. Okay. Well, you knew um, what those other ones were. Yeah, I would just say just watch yourself. Oh, really? You know what I mean, not you, just people in general. Yeah. You know. So keep it's, your side. Keep your side of the street clean. You know what I mean? It's a warning, kind of. Yeah. Just check out your birdhouse. You know what I mean? Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I got some, you know, stick walkers over here, but what are your birds doing? Okay. Well, um, I have to say, based on that last one, uh, that that's definitely an A. Yeah, oh, I, good. I, you good. weren't doing very well until the last one, so good work. Do you know if you have a bird and you just put bird seed in its cage, it'll keep eating until its stomach explodes? Nope. I didn't know that. It's true. Okay. Just think good, about that. Good to know. Yeah. Just, you know, keep your sidewalk clean. Okay. Matt, are you ready? I'm ready. The name of the game is 33. Okay. Tom Selleck. Um, I was not a fan. I did not understand why he... Why everyone was always like, oh, Tom Selleck, look at, he looks so good in jeans, like his mustache. And like he drove a Ferrari and lived in Hawaii and he was a private investigator. Like, I think that was sort of the low point of the 1980s, like fantasies of like, you know, of like masculinity. Tom Hanks. Um, I love Tom Hanks. I also can't believe that, like, that he enjoys doing so much work. Like, I don't get that. Um, I know he's a really great actor, and I understand that anyone would want him to perform or do anything in anything that they made or did. He just seems to, like, be doing a little bit of everything all the time. I don't get that. Why at this don't you ever want to just like crank it back a notch? You know? Sometimes I think you have to crank it both ways for it really to work. Uh-huh. I don't know. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Um a really fun uh actor to watch. Maybe the weirdest well, definitely the weirdest person of the three. And that includes Tom Selleck, who I believe is pretty weird um also he's a fan by the way tom Selleck was always wearing a detroit tigers hat i mean come on um but tom cruise is a really fun guy to watch but maybe one of the weirdest people in the world i think is it's safe to say yeah that is safe to say tom cruise is the weirdest person in the world definitely one Um, of them for sure, and apologies to Lou Whitaker about the Tigers comment. Okay. Um, but you did great. You did really, really well. Thanks. Um, maybe Tom Hanks just loves his craft. 
I think he does. I think you're right. But you're right. That question is, as they say, unknowable. Exactly. So, Matt, that brings us, of course, to hurrahs and huzzahs. Okay. Um, Anything for you that's really stuck out recently? Um, Yeah, so I wanted to give a hurrah to saunas. Okay. Um, Last night I was in a sauna, and uh, it was awesome. I was in there with some of our good friends and listeners, and uh, it got so hot in there and steamy, and then you you get out and you walk down the hill and you, you get into the lake, Razorback Lake, and the stars were out, and it was just amazing. Like, when they would put the the steam, you know, the water on the rocks, it would get so hot. I could just feel my like sweat glands like blat like blasting sweat out of them like I was, I was wondering if I was like shooting it at like other people in the sauna out of my like skin by the we did it we did four cycles by the fourth one I could barely walk and I was shivering cold getting out of the lake thinking if I don't get out I'm going to just die in the lake so but that was awesome that does sound awesome. Yeah. Um, I unfortunately have something. It's a, little, it's a huzzah. Okay. Uh, it, shark Week. Okay. I think Shark Week literally jumped the shark initially when it came out. I feel like there was that five-minute clip. It's not even five minutes. It's like a minute clip that they showed on planet Earth when it came out right away of the shark eating the seal. And then everyone's like, Discovery Channel is right, and we love Jaws. It's a totally different thing. And then most of the shows about sharks are just like weird nerds with, you know, spaghetti strand hair who are like, this shark's mouth is so big it could fit around five grandparents. No one cares, dude. Then you're going to watch 20 hours of sharks a day? Honestly. Even w- no one does. It's too much. Too much. Get better programming. Yeah, and spaghetti strand hair. I mean, that's embarrassing. That is super embarrassing. Do better. That's true. Just that's do true. better. It's like I don't imagine like sharks. If, no, no one does. That's sort of the thing. No, some but people then again, like it's them. Like, no, they like them because they're afraid of them. Okay, well, okay. Whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, Marilyn exactly. Manson isn't weird, but the same hair, and now he's a shark expert. Gross. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Hey, whatever. Give me a turquoise mattress and a couple palm trees. We're good. I, you know, I'm right with you there, Martin. Um, I knew you would be. Thanks for giving me a chance to reminisce about Duluth and have no idea have no idea what you were wanting me to say. That was good. You did um, not say it. You did not yeah. say it. And um, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, maybe maybe we'll do the golf match uh, this week. Who knows? No, but it's unknowable. No one can know. That's right. Until then. Yeah, have we'll a see great you next week. Time. Bye. <laughs>